Welcome to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer, a show dedicated to creating change and emotional healing for executives, professionals, and expats in the various stages of marriage breakdown and divorce. Discover insightful strategies to better manage your personal affairs and learn secrets to creating more happiness, love, and success in your life today. Hi, this is Nicola Beer, and you're listening to Divorce Talk. The show dedicated to help executives, professionals and expats create change after marriage breakdown and divorce. Today I'm going to talk about the 10 tips for handling conflict in marriage. It doesn't matter whether you're dating, newlyweds or been married for years. Conflict in relationships are both normal and natural. And healthy conflicts are a sign of a healthy marriage. But the problem I see time and time again is that many of us refuse to engage in healthy conflicts. We insist we are right and the other person wrong. We refuse to listen and we go out of our way to prove that we are right. This refusal and black and white view must be avoided if we want healthy, stable and positive relationships. Couples have conflicts for various different reasons. Finances, sex child-raising, family commitment, family interference and work interference are the six most common I see. When these topics come up, and they inevitably will, it is important that you put your view across in a non-confrontational manner and avoid doing things that destroy love. When I work with couples, we first discuss the 12 most important emotional needs that create love and look at whether each of them are getting their top five needs of these 12 met. Then we look at the things that destroy love and ways to avoid these. It's crucial to look at the things that destroy love because all the good you do can easily be undone. Things that destroy love are demands, dishonesty, disrespect. This was the case for Ahmed and his wife Alexandra. Ahmed was giving his wife plenty of affection and attention. He was always complimenting her, going to social events with her. She was really into the theatre and art galleries. And despite not really liking it himself, he was always on her arm. He gave her all the money and the lifestyle that she really wanted. She loved him for this. It was the reason that she'd fallen head over heels when they first met. But his angry outbursts, disrespectful comments and need to control and win every conflict were destroying her and her love for him. Alexandra was so exhausted by his behaviour, she started to withdraw from him and the relationship. Withdrawal is common in relationships, especially when one or both are considering separation or divorce, which is why they end up coming to me. And I shared with them the below tips to handling conflict in marriage. I hope they're helpful to you. I'd love to hear your comments or any other tips that you think I may have missed, because I can add that in to my blog or to the comments page. So here are the 10 tips for handling conflict in marriage. Number one is avoid negating their point of view. When conflicts arise, don't be too quick to tell them that they're wrong or take a stance that I just know. Being told we're wrong causes us to become defensive, which makes it much harder to communicate. Number two is demonstrate clearly your case. Outline your reasons for why you believe your position is valid, as opposed to just expecting them to know why you're disagreeing with them. Sometimes just explaining why you came to your conclusions and why it's important for you 
to believe it in order to put forward your position can really just help someone understand and sometimes resolves the argument completely. Number three is listen attentively. Now we all know that listening is important but attentively is also important. Don't be on your phone or watching TV when discussing. Nothing causes more frustration than being ignored when you're expressing your viewpoint. Show you have listened, ideally, by repeating back what they have said. This is a key thing to healthy marriage conflict, or for any conflict. By repeating back, you're really saying, I'm really taking on everything you're saying on board, and I'm giving you my attention. And that can go a long way when it comes to handling conflict in marriage. Number four is stay on the topic and the current problem. So often, I see couples disputes escalate because they use sweeping blank statements. For example, it's always your family before us, or you always do this, you always do that. This happens all the time. Avoid bringing up past mistakes, especially if you resolved them months or years ago. Another couple I was working with, Stuart and his wife, his wife just kept bringing up things that happened 15 years ago. And 15 years ago, they'd already resolved that issue. So it can be very tempting when we're upset to attack our partner with other bad things they've done, but that doesn't help you solve the conflict and it just makes things worse. So really try to stay on the topic and keep it to the current problem. Step number five is avoid disrespectful comments. This includes name-calling, strong language, swear words... As soon as disrespect is shown, defensiveness will plague the conversation and you can't communicate with a defensive person. It's really difficult to get anywhere. Whether you think you've been disrespectful or not, it's irrelevant. If the other person perceives as disrespectful, then it is. And I have seen then couples get into an argument over who's been disrespectful and no they haven't and yes they have and there's no point arguing about whether someone has or hasn't been disrespectful. If the person interprets it as disrespectful, then it is. And that's a good policy to have so that you can then apologise and then move on to addressing the actual issue of the conflict. Number six is avoid angry outbursts. Angry outbursts, like slamming a door or a fist on a table, smashing things, are not only intimidating, but they also turn what could have been a healthy conflict into war. They kill the conversation dead. The best you can do in this situation is have the strength to walk away. Another couple I worked with kept getting into angry outbursts every time they tried to communicate. So they agreed that whenever a conflict started and it really started to brew, they would have an hour cooling off period. We agreed that they would go to separate rooms or one would go for a walk and then they would come back after an hour or longer and then start to pick up where the conversation left off. I've suggested that for a few couples, and then another couple I was working with, when they were in that hour of separation, he would then go and have an alcoholic drink or a few. So I then added in, you know, not to add anything that's going to fuel the disagreement, so don't go and have an alcoholic drink or have any other chemical, just have a cooling off period and then come back to the, the discussion. So I encourage you, if you are really frustrated, just to walk away because nothing's going to be resolved if you're that angry anyway, generally speaking. Number seven is don't bury it, address it. 
Conflicts left to brew can blow up into something much, much bigger. Try to resolve the dispute and come to some kind of compromise as soon as possible. Ideally before the end of the day is out. I've worked with many women and men who bite their tongue for months. They leave their anger festering and then just absolutely explode and say so many things that they really, really regret later. So don't let that happen to you. Address it and face conflict if you need to. Number eight is be prepared to say sorry. Apologising can go a long, long way in a relationship and in conflict. Stephen I work with said his wife never apologised or said sorry for anything in their 21 years of marriage. In our session, he wanted to address this with her and she said that she thought he, she, he knew that she was sorry because she was always nice to him afterwards and she was hoping that he would look at her behaviour and think, well, obviously she's sorry and she felt that she didn't have to say anything. He then explained to her that it's so important for him to hear these words and for her to actually look him in the eye and acknowledge that she had behaved wrongly in his eyes or in that situation and agree when she did do something wrong. And since then, they've been solving their arguments much more quickly and effectively. Number nine is get your ego out of the way. I sometimes ask people, is it more important for you to be right and to put your spouse down by going out of your way to prove your point or just let it go and enjoy each other's company? Often I see people excessively correcting their spouse on something so trivial just to boost their own ego when they're right. But what is the benefit of this to them, to their spouse? And what is the benefit in winning a trivial argument? Who cares? But to the relationship, you could be saving time in wasted conflict over something so small. And point ten is keep your sense of humour and laugh about it. Now, I appreciate that this cannot be applied at all times. But if you do find yourself arguing over pathetic, petty things that if anyone heard you, they would burst out laughing, then do that. Just laugh. Under stress, I've had plenty of ridiculous disagreements with my partner, ranging from who left the toothpaste lid off, to whose turn was it to get the shopping, to who gets control of the TV. Laughing at yourself and at the trivial nature of some conflicts can help you gain perspective on what is most important. You and your loved one Living in a caring and supportive and understanding, loving environment is the most important. As always, I hope you can take something useful from today's episode. Thank you very much for listening and tuning in to Divorce Talk, a show dedicated to help executives, expats and professionals create change after marriage breakdown and divorce. Thank you for listening to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer. If you have enjoyed the program, please leave a rating and review on iTunes so more people dealing with marriage breakdown and divorce get the support they need. If you want more great free resources such as secrets to a happier relationship, moving on fast after divorce, or tips on parenting through divorce, be sure to visit purepeacecoaching.com today.